0: Hey y'all, welcome back to Romantically Lit, a podcast that dissects different romance novels by Black authors across the diaspora. I am Hannah, and I'm Odelia. And today we'll be continuing our discussion of Balu Babalola's Honey and Spice novel, specifically chapters 8 to 14. Now, if you're just joining us for the first time today, I would suggest you listen to last week's episode on chapters 1 to 7 before tuning in today because there will be spoilers. Here Here we go. Okay, so let's get right into chapter eight. Before we start, actually, um, what was your favorite chapter? You know, my favorite chapter was when they went on their, from last week's episode? No, no, like this, this one out? that we read for today. Um, It's definitely their date night. Yeah, 11. <laughs> 11 was mine, too. I was... <laughs> Were you giggling? I was, yeah, was giggling like a schoolgirl. Like, <laughs> you would think I was on the date with Kai, as we know him as now, Um. Yeah, it was just it was everything. Yeah, yeah, it touched it. You know, it warmed my heart. I was like, oh, here right. I am. I'm I'm in I'm in a, a little cute little restaurant, that American Nigerian fusion restaurant. Um, but yeah, it was it was good. It was good. Okay, but let's first talk about how we get there, <laughs> right? <laughs> because the last time we saw our girl Kiki, she had just poured a drink on Malachi mm-hmm. after their little... Um, Altercation? Verbal... Uh, verbal... Yeah, their little back and forth at Freaky Fridays. You got, I like to say the Z in Freaky Fridays. <laughs> um, so we meet her now, and she's just waking up from being hungover because alcohol will do that to you. It will let you know everything that you, you wouldn't normally do. It'll help you do it. And it did when she... Uh, pour that drink on that fine gentleman um and now her best friend is waking her up Mina's waking her up and trying to catch her up on all the things she did last night yeah um never been in that situation <laughs> Uh huh. <laughs> yeah um but yes Amina comes and just like girl how are you feeling because last night you were moving mad <laughs> and she was she and was she- I do think the drink was overkill yep Um, does she have points? Yeah, but it was a little overkill. And, but, you know, it is what it is at this point. But it does seem like it played in her favor. Mm -hmm. Because, again, this place, it feels like you can't do anything without anybody seeing you. So the fact that, like, people... Saw her throw the drink, and now the girls are back on her side. They refollowed brown sugar. Like, do you know how much work that is to unfollow and then refollow? Like, it sounds small in the grand scheme of things, but it's actually a lot of work. Like they're so fickle, but you know, like one day they love you. The next day they hate you. Honestly, that's what what happens. I mean, look at Twitter. It's the same situation every single day, you know, and I can't talk because I, I am the queen of reality TV and this must be what reality TV is to them. Like (laughs) they are just living it and they're in the gossip and I myself, I love HaGas. So I get it to an extent. Yeah. But Kiki is woken up, her and Mina going through, and Mina comes up with the idea of being like, she kind of pulls back the idea is like, you know, we should definitely have this guy on the show. Mm-hmm. I think um, Kiki also realizes that like, it would be good for the show because people are clearly entertained by their back and forth. Yeah, So, and she's thinking about her project with Dr. Miller. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, Dr. Miller sends her an email with a little short film called Cuts. And what I love about this film, because I can visualize it, I really hope that this turns into some sort of series or movie one day because I would love to see all of this play out Really? Yeah, absolutely. I'm not going to say if I want to see it on film until we reach the end. Okay. Well, so far, so good, but let me let me reach the end. Well, right now, I you know, I can put in a pitch. You know <laughs> okay. what I mean? Um, I want to see it happen. But like what Adelia said, Dr. Miller sends something into kiki's inbox and you know there is a short film there and the way it's described it's very artsy but not pretentious it's very right genuine very it's very very film like yeah i'm assuming it has like that filter and then you know those um think of beyonce's lemonade where they'll have those interviews and like the cameras just stuck in like one person or one element and they're just, like, looking directly at the camera not really saying anything. And I don't know. I'm, I'm, that's what I'm getting a sense of for cuts. I was visualizing more, like, I think the same camera filter people like to use. And it's giving it, like, a kind of older look to yeah. it. Yeah. But it's just, like, snippets of them in the barbershop. You're, mm-hmm. Some conversations are being highlighted and some aren't. But you, you're getting a vibe of what's going on in the shop. Yeah. Um,
1: but Which yeah. is great. Because
0: yeah. I feel like as two black women... We understand how hair is important for a lot of us right. in that community. So, seeing this short film cut uh, go through this local barber shop, um, I think it's someone that he, ch- uh, I guess Malachi, treats as an uncle or some sort. Like, like a father a, figure. A father figure, a local community man who everybody loves and adores. Yeah. And so, um, he does this little project with him. And it's just touching. And I think Kiki, the way it's described, is that she is upset that she likes it. She is upset and just like to round up what you said, like, yeah, um, we don't really have those anymore. Not that we don't have them, but like the rise of insta stylists and and people who want you to charge $20 to have expense to wash your own hair before you get it braided. Oh, like, I do think this the idea or the sense of community that came with hair salons or barbers yeah. is done. Maybe less barbers because the men are still paying like $20 a cut. So that's nice for them, good for them. Um, but yeah, but you know, the barber shop is a, or the hair salon is always sort of a staple of yeah. black media, especially for black men. They go there to hear uh, each other's ideas, whether they're good or not, you know, you know? And exchange bad advice, exactly. But you know, the girls do the exact same thing <laughs> when they go to their local aunties exactly. and get their braided. We're saying mad, mad, shit. hearing conversations <laughs> you know you should not be hearing, but <laughs> we're here, yeah, we're um. Here. Yeah, but yeah, Kiki likes it. I like it. All I do is a vision in my own head. Mm So um and then what shocks her is at the end she sees Malachi Koriday. And and I'm just like, girl, at this point you know, you can just stop pretending you don't like him now. Destiny's doing its thing. Like we belong together. Come on now. Exactly. Um, and so after she sees the, the film, she's just like, damn, you know, I kind of like this. It's kind of cute. And you know, honestly, they have a lot in common in that sense. Like they're very artsy media sort of people. So like you're compatible. Like, why can't y'all see it? Anyway, um, I think this is the point where Amina is just like, Girl, we have to go for brunch. Or she offers let's go for yes, brunch. Yes, yes. Because the girls love to go for brunch. Yeah. And apparently the place that they want to go to is a like a local favorite amongst the community where they have waffles and chicken. And a fine waiter. And a fine waiter that <laughs> that they go to see. <laughs> and they're not the only girls from Whitewell who go there. No. Nope. But it and they know and Kiki knows there's gonna be other people there staring at her. But yeah, there's a fine waiter there and a good meal and you know, like every other millennial slash gen Z, we love brunch. I don't know what it is about somebody else making you eggs that I know. And you have eggs. <laughs> you at have home. eggs at home. And there's sometimes when you open the fridge, those eggs haven't been touched and but we... yet. <laughs> but yet every Sunday, every Saturday yeah. you're going there. Come on now. Like I don't know what it is I'm about guilty. brunch. Yeah. I'm very guilty. Um so, yeah, so Amina, you know, convinces her to go, convince her to put out a little outfit. And even how they describe me, uh, Amina, I mean, I just, I envision her as like a, like a, a fashionista. fashionista? Yeah, yeah, like she knows she's slays, but she's not making it the whole point of her, like, yeah. existence. But every look is a slay. That's how I see it. Oh, and they also talk a little bit about her spending her whole night with Kofi, but she tries to play it off. I'm just mm. like, girl, this is the B story we care about, Okay. Listen, I'm I I love Kiki, but Amina, you gotta. We need to see more of you because <laughs> I don't know what's going on there, but we're about to see. <laughs> we're about to see. Um, so they go to the brunch spot and they're just sitting there exchanging a little chat. And I guess the idea of having Malachi on the podcast, on the podcast, the uh, radio show comes up again, right? And she's really warming up to that idea, and it's sort of like you know tells Amina, you know, you kind of right. This is something I should probably pursue. Yeah, kind of acting like it wasn't uh, Mina's idea. <laughs> also trying to act like, but then she's also embarrassed because she clearly poured a drink on this man. Like she doesn't want to see him or anybody really for a little bit of a while. Like, and I get that. Um, clearly, the gods are not in her favor nope. because who she walks t- past the brunch place? Come on now, <laughs> with Kofi on their way to go play basketball, uh, and of the course... king himself. <laughs> <laughs> Mina's like no yeah for sure come in come in <laughs> let's talk about it like she totally ignores her friend their friend's having a panic attack about the whole thing mm-hmm. and you know she's trying not to make eye contact but he he says one or two things that makes her laugh a little yeah um, and next you know Mina's like yeah let, we can walk with you to the, to the basketball court um, no issue even though she knows her friend would just rather crawl up in a hole they yep. disappear. You know, I was really surprised that Malachi was a little... He was very calm about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's just there. He's not trying to cause any more drama than, you know, what happened last night. Um, Of course, like, he's looking at her, and we all know this. Like, they have a very strong connection right and, I, and he thinks that she's a beautiful girl so you know he's gonna be staring but um but i think he's also a little bit cautious and just like i don't know i don't know yeah, what's he on her did, mind he didn't make the joke about the drink he's like looking at the table and he's like what <laughs> oh, yeah, he did. <laughs> he's like i just want to make sure there's no liquids around here he's, like i don't know <laughs> <laughs> and i get that like yeah. <laughs> and again he's in there and people are looking at her um but yeah but you know I think we also recognize that Kiki's not as bold as she always wants to be. Yeah. She's not with Malachi, which lets you know that she likes him. Yep. And on top of that, she, even when the waiter comes by, though they should not have said that any corny ass shit like that to the waiter, but she was not about to bother the waiter on his, his day at work trying to ask him out or anything. But, yeah. you know, she's a little more reserved than she, I think, she wants to lead on. Absolutely. So, at this point, um, I guess... So, the boys. Kobe and the boys now. uh, They're on their way to go across, I guess, their campus to the east side of Whitewell. I think that's what it's called. Yeah. uh, To go play basketball at the court. And so, this is when it gets very interesting because now we understand what environment that they live in. Yeah, we're doing a little world building. Yeah. So, from what I understand, East Whitewell is where you actually want to be... Um, the campus is technically there. Yeah. The storefronts are there. That's where they do their shopping, and it sounds like there's more like ethnic uh, storefronts there. Um, meanwhile, West Side is very prim and proper, posh, and mm-hmm. and very palm colored, and, um, and all that stuff. Yeah, and I think they did talk about. I think the fear of being or playing basketball around that era because they're afraid of being discriminated against. Yeah. Or they have been or yeah. they've got microaggression micro and they're just like, No, nah, I don't wanna deal with this stuff. I'm going to the other side. Yeah, I think Malachi says like somebody asked him if he was there on a scholarship. Yeah. Um, and he made up some story about how he was found in some random country in Africa <laughs> <Yeah>. and like <laughs> Listen, when I moved into this country I got asked a question by a banker once, and I said, yeah, let me just make this stuff up. Yeah, I was riding elephants for sure, for sure, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? You just Not, not Uber, cars, man. <laughs> There's elephants. They really do think that, and yeah. that's why I'll have permanent beef with World Vision. Absolutely. I blame World Vision for all of that, because I've gotten those questions, too. As soon as they find me from Africa, it's like, you know, and the thing is, you know, there are a lot of places in this very North America that look very funny. They do. You don't even gotta, like you don't do not have to go too far. I would say the only things that they're very good at hiding in here. I don't even think they're that good, but we're going to pretend they're good at hiding it. <laughs> um but. Um so back to what's happening, so they're taking this walk. The boys and the girls are walking. Now, how this walk is occurring is that Kofi and Amina sort of like they go up they forward. go up fro- yeah. they go up front and they're walking on their own ahead and then Malachi and our girl Kiki are at the back and so you know it's it's definitely giving Jill Scott let's take a long walk <laughs> you know that's what I'm visualizing in my head yeah because that is the point where they start to make some connections more yeah. than like what they were discussing the night before yeah. so it seems that um, they were talking, uh, I think they that's when Malachi says that Dr. Miller actually sent me your stuff, and I know yeah, you got my yeah, stuff, yeah. so now they're aware of each other's projects, which is cute, because I think they're starting to admire each other and the art um, lens that they have. Yes, I think, first off, Kiki apologizes for throwing the drink. Oh which yeah, is she fine. does that too. And, yeah, they realize that they're each other's partners and they both have a crush on Dr. Miller. Um, And, yeah, they're they're falling in love with each other's work. And I I have to give it to Malachi. I think he falls in love. Granted, Kiki just saw that video in the morning, but he's... Listen to multiple episodes of Brown Sugar. He's read her blog. He's listening to the playlist that she makes. He knows the cadence of how she's running the show. Like, it, he's going in. I'm just like, you, my friend, are doing more than research. You're a Stan, okay? <laughs> <laughs> you Stan Brown Sugar. Come on. And that's okay. That's okay, because that's what I want from you. That's what I want when I pick up this book is for you to be head over heels for this girl because that's it but um yeah they're they're falling in love with and they realize that like because their work is similar and it kind of aims at the same thing they can definitely help each other in you know creating you know expanding on their own individual projects so of course Malachi starts by saying he wants to make a new film that focuses on relationships on campus Yeah. And she evidently wants to do a radio show that talks about the ins and outs of relationships from a he said, she calls it he said, she said for brown sugar. Yeah. And no better way to do that than do a fake relationship. So at this point, the tropes are plenty. (laughs) We've got, we had a little Enemies to Lover in the beginning. We're definitely getting into Friends to Lovers. And then we've got Fake relationship. I'm going to stop you right there. (laughs) Because I love the first two tropes that you mentioned. Yeah. The Fake Relationship is the trope in rom-coms that I hate. Oh, really? I don't like it. I don't like it. And I've watched a lot of movies around it and I just think it's so silly. I love fake relationships. I have a love-hate relationship for it. It's just it's just too much. But that's the point. No, why are you pretending? That's it. It's because it's like it's like let's pretend we don't like each other, even though we like each other. So we're just gonna do all the things that we want. That sounds psychotic to me. It is psychotic, but that's why it's so good. No, I hate it. I like the frenemies. I like best friends turning into lovers. I hate that fake relationship. Frenemies sounds worse because frenemies is like we hate each other, but there's like tension. Yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> because after you call me all sorts of mean things, I'll be like, wait, hold on. What do yeah, you think you like me now? I'm not know. But I already know how it's going to play out already. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah obviously, you're going to spend a lot of time together because you're keeping up with, you know, what society is looking at your relationship for. And, you know, from there it leads to full blooming romance, which is great. Um, But yes. So they are going to do a fake relationship, which is... wonderful (laughs) great um and i think at this point also there are some things that malachi has said that were interesting as well where he's just like his father doesn't know that he's in film school right and i feel like it's important for us to bring this up because he is a african man and we know how how african parents especially immigrant parents feel about you know their children not studying yep. some of the most important engineer, law school, doctor. Come on now, you know it's a big three. If you're not know any of those, then you're nobody. <laughs> yeah. So it's I think I feel like it gives us a sense of like he is trying to follow his his path, his natural path, which is he has this his, he has this eye for art and film, and that's what he wants to do. And I think he's doing art, film, and business just yeah. to like you know balance yeah. things out for his parents. So I think he mentioned that like his dad doesn't really know. He doesn't think. He's doing film seriously. He knows yeah. he's doing business, mm-hmm. um, and we learn later on that he at the other school he was at, he was doing economics, which is it's kind of on the same level. Um, but and I think Kiki had read; she had mentioned earlier about like the fact that her own parents didn't really force her to do any of those other options. Yeah. But she she has a passion for what she does, and and they're both Yoruba Nigerian, mm-hmm. you know of heritage, so they share that as well. They share common ancestral languages, she mentions, and, um, yeah, so he, he's just kind of hoping, the way it sounds, it's like, he's hoping he does enough to the point where it works out, and then he can tell his dad, like, yeah, but I'm really serious about this, which a lot of kids do, um, you know, there are one, two courses that you take that you're like, I'm just gonna add this on as a minor, or whatever, yeah, uh, but yeah, but they're working it out, they're thinking about it, he's asking Kihi to come along and film other couples for his little film, and he says she could be producer, technically, like, she'll get that as a credit, and, like, 25% of the prize money if he wins. So that's what they, they, they agree on, but she says, I would have done it for 20. Yeah. Um, but in exchange, he's got to fake date her now. Yeah. Uh you know, give the people what they want. <laughs> yeah, give me what I yeah. want. This <laughs> is why I'm here. <laughs> that's what that's what we want here. Um, and it seems, you know, that it seems like they're everything's in order now. They know what the plans are. They're gonna be do this fake dating thing. They're gonna do their little projects together and then they're gonna call it quits by some sort of um, like, festivals happening at the end of the year or some sort of party. Um, it was like an Afro-winter ball. Afro-winter ball, yes. That's what it yes. is. So we got we got the plan laid out. And you know Kiki's a type A personality, so I'm, a, I'm assuming that she's going to be, like, you know, writing stuff down and yeah. scheduling things here and there. But we get more into that in a couple of chapters. But that's how that chapter goes. That's chapter 9. nine. And so now we move on to... Chapter 10. Chapter 10 is a quick one. She she gets essentially a you up text. Yes. What does he say though? He says in a specific way he's like you about, which I guess is British for you up. Um but he's more he's mostly saying like what are you saying? Like what's going on? Yes. Um and she's banging on Mina's door. If you ask me, she's disturbing her peace. Because girl just say yeah, I'm up, let's get food 30 minutes, not you that's coming so here trying me. to like pretend he's a bad person for asking you what's going on, like you don't want to answer. Like, be for real. I feel like she was, I feel like you know what, because she likes him, yeah, she is everything is just so overwhelming, yeah. And so, that's when she was banging on Amina's door talking about 911. Actually, no, the UK, it's what number 9-9-9-9. 999? <laughs> that's what she said, 999. She's like, Girl, yeah. girl, we got an emergency, and Amina's just like, Damn, like. What's going on with you? <laughs> um, essentially, I think okay. So a UAP text is like it's a it's a booty call. Isn't yes, that? yes. So obviously, if, if if I was in Kiki's situation, I would also be like, now what is going on here? So we're doing we're supposed to be doing a project together. Okay, this is supposed to be fake, quote, quote unquote, fake. Um, so whatever the text is, like, even I would get like, are you playing with me? What's, what's the idea around this? Yeah, but she should have just texted what she did End up texting instead of banging on Amina's door. That's ask, fair. Depends. What am, what am I about for? Like, what are we doing here? You know, say, use your words. And he uses his words to say, want to get food. Yep. And she's just like, okay. Like, ugh, girl. <laughs> okay. But, okay. I'm about to say, <laughs> I'm getting giddy because there's a scene that's coming up that's made me so excited. <laughs> so corny, <laughs> anyway. So he's just like, Yeah, let's go get some food. And um, there's something that he said that I had to highlight in the book. Was just like, Yeah, I'm am gonna pick you up in tw- 30 minutes or 25 minutes. Yeah, let me tell you something, y'all. I and I think actually in the book, they describe it as well. I kind of like it when guys are a little bit it says here, charged with confidence, like you are setting the plan. Yes, I am yes, so yes. Listen, I am lazy. I my love language is access service. Help me. <laughs> Just help me. Book the place. Pick me up. Take me there. Bring me home. We're gonna have a fantastic time. And I like Amanda. I'm an old school kind of girl. I like the courting way of things. Right. So I like it when you suggest, hey, let's let's go here. I got a place in mind. Which should be what it is. Imagine if he said, yeah, what are you doing? And you're like, depends. And he said, okay, let's get food. Where do you want to go? Like, what do you want to do? I don't want to go anywhere now. Yeah. Now I've got my PJs on and I'm ready yeah. to hit the hay. I want like, you to take charge Yeah. Eat, in that sense. You yeah. clearly want to see me, so what do you want to see me about? Exactly. So let's plan that out. So th- that's the nice thing about Malachi. He's always seemed like he has confidence, especially when it comes to Killer Keeks. He knows, like... What he, he wants to do, he's very intrigued by her, which I think helps him a lot. Yeah. Um. But yeah. He's definitely trying to impress her because oh, yeah. she, is def- she definitely comes across as somebody who's difficult to please. And so he's just like, I'm going to try everything that I got to make sure I get the attention of this girl who I like. Yeah. And you know what? He's doing a good job because my girl, keeps is sweating. <laughs> and she said she doesn't sweat, but here she is, sweating. She's constantly sweating and constantly, like... The language that Bolu uses, it's like her whole body is vibrating at, like, any mention yeah. of him. Yeah. Even when he looks at her, oh, Bolu yeah. always talks about her, the butterflies in her stomach. Yes. Which is a very common feeling that a lot of us get yeah. when we have an, you know, interest in somebody. But hers, and, and also her cheeks. I think the, the cheeks of yeah. the butterflies, what she, I, She's, like, blushing. Yeah. Yeah, she is. I know she's as dark as me, but, you know, you can blush still. She's <laughs> still blushing. <laughs> um... <laughs> I know her cheeks are just heating up. Hot. Yeah. Well, I'm not gonna lie to you, Delia. My cheeks were hot too. <laughs> they were. I think honestly, this writer knows how to stitch these different um, feelings and emotions yeah. together that really like penetrate off the book. Right. <laughs> like I feel it on me as well. Yeah. And that's why my toes were tingling through certain <laughs> chapters. Come just Don't like your this. Is- they were. I was like, this is so cute. Like, I'm kind of jealous. But we move. I won't lie. I was jealous of Kiki. I was like, girl, you better than me because he would not have to do all that. <laughs> no, please. <laughs> let's do more for each other. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, I wasn't so, playing games. So once, you know, they, she agrees, yeah, let's go out, whatever. She gets her little outfit on. Um, this is the part where I think, you know, in movies when there's a montage of wearing outfits. Yes. That's, where, that's a click to my head. Yeah. Um, but, okay, she goes outside, and there he is, Mr. Malachi. Speaking of montages, yeah. because the first word is, like, it de- describes what he's wearing, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm picturing, like, a pan from down all the way up to his face of his clothes. You, know, you and I think alike. <laughs> we think alike. Yeah. That's <laughs> why I'm seeing him leaning against his car. Ah! Oh! Oh! Let me tell you. Let me tell you. He's always... So, I remember when they're walking in the park. So, the previous chapter. I think they described his outfit as well. Black shorts, white tee, gold chain. Yeah. On to this date night. I think he's wearing... He's he wearing, he wearing a tracksuit. You know, great re- tracksuit. One thing about the guys in the UK, y'all love your tracksuit. I love you for that. I love <laughs> you for that. And he always got his staple gold chain on. Yeah. And I'll call me an old-fashioned woman. Because <laughs> I, I love nothing that. old-fashioned about chains. Well, you know, I grew up in a culture where if my father saw a man with a chain on, he's like, nah, this is a thug. That's what I'm saying. Chains are like very <laughs> 90s and beyond. It's very hip-hop. It's very like, you know... It, you're you're too young to say old fashioned like <laughs> you're right Sick. <laughs> but yeah, no, like there's something about a chain that's just like it shouldn't elevate the look, it shouldn't elicit the physical you know emotion that it does, but It does. It does. A very, especially a very dainty, you know, it it peeks out. You know what I mean? You can see the chain there. I like that. And Malachi already, to me, has a great sense of style. Yes. It's something that I look forward to reading about every chapter. Anyway, (laughs) he's leaning against the car. My girl Keeks comes out and she's feeling that that heat come through her body because there's a man that you like and you're about to do this God knows what adventure. And also, i like to point out, this is last minute and Kiki's yeah. the kind of person who likes things planned out. Yeah. So this is like exciting. There's a thrill to the night that I really enjoy. But let's dive into the place that they go. Before you get there, just she going back to the butterflies thing, mm-hmm. one line that I really liked, I'm paraphrasing, is like she said, she just hoped he wouldn't see the out. She she regrets wearing a crop top because her her middle her stomach is exposed, and she doesn't want him to see like the outlines of the butterflies in her stomach. Oh, and I was just like, Oof. a word, <laughs> a word. I really like that one. I don't okay. know why, but I did. No, I um, like that one too. Yeah, very well written. Yeah. Okay, I see why you like that. Um. Yeah. So now they go to a spot. So, Kiki, you know, she comes across as a girl. Wait, wait, sorry. I'm so sorry to cut you off. Before we get into Sweetest Ting, they're in the car. Yes. And he, he, she's nervous, obviously. Has not spoken for, like, eight minutes. But he's doing what he does best, which is, like, crack jokes. And her playlist is playing from Brown Sugar. And she's just like, this guy's stalking me. Like, you're just going to put this on because I'm in the car? And he's like, no, I... I like it, and I don't remember what he says, but, like, she laughs, but, like, tries to make it a cough, and he, she's like, do you have a lozenge or something? She's looking for, like, hauls or something, and he's like, yeah, but I'm not gonna give it to you, and she's like, why? And she's like, because I want to hear that cough again, and she's like, why? He's like, because I like how it sounds, and, oh. <laughs> you <laughs> I know. <laughs> had me putting my imaginary hair behind my no. ear. <laughs> no, I'm looking at you right now, girl. You are, you are so happy. No, that was so cute. I was like, oh my gosh, Ralkai, yeah. stop. <laughs> I, oh, oh my God. Thank you. Thank God for you stopping me because you're right. That was really cute. I think it was a playlist called Late Night. So I guess she makes a playlist for all her yeah. different um, episodes. Okay, cool, cool. And I think this is also the time when he gives her a pet name while yes. they're in the car he calls her. She he says like he acts. if Brown Sugar is named after her or the D'Angelo song yeah. and she says D'Angelo song and they name each other's they favorite. say what their favorite song is and his is like mine it's nothing even matters but I guess it doesn't count cause it's Lauren Hill's yeah that's Lauren Hill's song. um but it's mine um and uh she she he basically says Brown Sugar's not fitting and I and when he said it, I went oh and she's looking at him like but mean? who even asked you? Yeah. And he said, she says, you know, sugar's sweet. You're not sweet. He's like, you're a little mean. You're a little hot. You know, fiery. You 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 want a little bit of it. You're a scotch bonnet. And, you know, I love me a scotch bonnet in every meal. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about a man calling me a scotch bonnet, but he calls her scotch. I think I like how, why he gave her the yeah. scotch. Because a scotch bonnet really does look like a berry. Like, it looks like something yeah. that couldn't be hot. But when you bite into that one, especially those ones I have that red and Oof, yeah. red and green on it, that, that's hot. And I think it's more fitting. And you know what? I know Kiki likes it too. Scotch of course she does. Yeah. Of course she does. Um <laughs> Of course she does. <laughs> no, she does. She's a Yoruba queen. She's yeah, a Yoruba she girl. Is. They love them with Scotch Bonnet. And he says it he called he says the name for it first in Yoruba, I think. And then she was like, Scotch bonnet. Like, okay. But she also gives him a nickname. She calls him Kai. Yeah. Um. And we find (laughs) out that she's the only person who's ever done that. And she's like, "Okay, I'll stop." And he's like, "Nah, I like it." Oh my god. (laughs) I'm cute. (laughs) god i love them already um i think also i don't know if this was when they get into the restaurant when they start to really open up to each other i think that was a breakthrough moment in some essence but let's talk about the restaurant first because yes my mouth was (sighs) i was like i just want to try everything on the menu so he takes her to a spot that she has n- never heard of. Which is, which is, I'm a little shocked by, because if you guys are like a, a close-knit black community, you guys don't know the other black communities in this very small country town in the middle of the UK that, like, what? Y'all have never heard, the, nobody's ever heard of this place, no but way. you guys? Just in. Crazy. Um, and it's called sweet sweetest ting Sweetest-ting. Oh, Sweetest-ting. Yeah. Uh, I'm saying sweet ting like... One of these Toronto men's out here. (laughs) Um, But yes, that's the name of the restaurant. And it's supposed to be an American-Nigerian fusion type of um, vibe. And I think they serve stuff like plantain, what, like It was plantain waffles with either um, your normal fried chicken for chicken or waffles or suya. Oh, yeah. God, my mouth is watering. When I read that, I said delish. I think it was like a hibiscus syrup on top as well. Mm -hmm. And I said, damn, like, what is this? Yeah. This is, this is, this is great. Like, I would love to be taken to a place like that. And yeah, he had, like, some kind of burger with, um, instead of fries, it was, like, I think it was yams, like, yeah. fried yams or something. Yeah. Um, for the yeah. table. Yeah, but we, we find out, like, how... He found the place. Which is, which is kind of messed up, you know? And yeah. so, and at first I was like, oh my god, I, I don't want to do police brutality today, <laughs> But I was like, okay, well, we're here. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's sad. He he went around taking pictures at night. And he he does that thing where he kind of, like, you you know, you blame yourself. He's like, I don't know why I was out at night mm-hmm. in the most policed area of the city. And, of course, the police come and do what they normally do, which is be useless. And um, harass black people for funsies. And, luckily, the store owner, Medgie... He, I guess he's respected in that part of town. Yeah. And he studied law back home in Nigeria, so he knows his rights and he's protecting him. He comes out, convinces the police to leave him. Yeah. I think his camera breaks or something. It's so a camera he, yeah, like... his lens. His yeah. lens And I know lenses are expensive. They're expensive. Especially as a student. Like, oh, yeah. Damn. And, yeah, I think he was, like, saving up money for it. Yeah, he spent the whole summer saving for it. Yeah. So, but then he, Medji takes him in as, like he calls him he has adopted him as like a brother mm-hmm. and it was kind of by force but it it's worked out and he's even taken pictures of the restaurant for for Pronto Pick which I love because it's just Instagram it's <laughs> Pronto, pick. <laughs> Pronto yeah. pick um so we come in and and Medji gets to meet uh Kiki and he he likes her yep. they're both calling Malachi ugly um <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, and I think also in this moment, I feel like when someone shares something so tra- traumatic like that with you, I think this made Kiki feel a little bit more comfortable in also like opening up to Malachi right, as well. Right. And I think this is the first time we get to understand her relationship with her family. So yes. her father owns a restaurant. Kiki's father owns a restaurant and her mom was sick for some time. Mm -hmm. I'm not really sure what illness it is. I'm assuming it's it's cancer. cancer. Yeah. You know, um, and she was talking about taking care of her little sister, Mm -hmm. um, and just how difficult it was for her to, you know, navigate, you know, like your mom being sick, your father working this restaurant day in, day out, going at nighttime to the hospital to see your mom and then you have to take care of your younger sister. And I think they bonded over, you know, just Things in their lives have happened, and I think it was a very cute moment for us to finally see something a little bit deeper, mm-hmm. and also Kiki's walls slowly. I'm even going to say slowly. There's something about Malachi that has her bringing down all Ooh. her walls. Like I think it's the way he talks. I think yeah. he's a very good, sincere storyteller. And oh, yeah. I think from that you you can't you you can always smell bullshit. I cannot smell bu- bullshit when he's speaking about things are happening. Oh, his stuff is yeah. in. and that will make that would propel me to be like you know, like let me let me let me say something here too. You know what I mean? <laughs> I too suffer, King. I too suffer. <laughs> let me also trauma divulge bomb. my trauma. <laughs> bond together over some plantain waffles and chicken exactly um <laughs> um and i think like throughout the conversation they have various topics that they are discussing and i think the one i liked the most was when she was talk went back to the whole thing that happened at-, at freaky friday what were those girls doing man like and i think she was like trying to get an idea of what he thought about the situation and i think his thought was more of like I, he didn't feel like he was leading them on. He was just like, right. I, wanted I, her, I wanted to go out with this girl because I liked her. Too. And I want to go out with this girl because I liked her too. I think he was trying to give them the boyfriend experience without committing. No, because at the end of the day, you're right. He, he, he was being a waste man, which yes. is what she calls him. Like he's, he was being a waste man. Like he, he does that thing that a lot of guys do. It's like, well, technically I didn't say you were, we were together and, and, yeah, I, like, yeah, you know, I sat there, I think she said Shanti was talking about her birthday next year, mm-hmm. and you sitting there, you nodding, knowing that there will not be a next, next year. year. No, I'm not. not, 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 not <laughs> so, not, yeah, you do look very prick-like when you yeah. did that, but I think, you know, through talking he he realizes that, like, he's like, I didn't want to hurt anybody's feelings. Like, well, you should have said that. Yeah. And I think, you're right, a lot of guys do this, and I think he was trying to say, well, I'm a, I'm, I was trying to be nice about it. Yes. That, you leading people on in that way is not you being nice. You're actually causing more problems. Exactly. So when those girls went there and started saying, hi, (laughs) I found out you're taking this girl out too. Mm -hmm. Like, you have to just take accountability and be like, no, no, no. Like, I wish I hadn't like made things go further than what they were. And him understanding that when Kiki pointed it out, you know, I like a man who can, you know, say, yeah, you're right. There's something about Kiki, I think. I do think Malachi, for the most part, he's not... He's not a horrible person. No, not at all. But there's something about K- Kiki telling him something. He's like, yeah, you know, maybe I shouldn't have. Maybe <laughs> I shouldn't have. Like, shut up. She can tell <laughs> you to, like, literally do anything right now. Um, but he, and then he even opens up about his ex, Ama. And oh, he. Yes, he did. Kiki says, the beginning of your Wasteman origins. <laughs> Which, <laughs> Ama and I joke about this a lot. Like, it really just takes one bad like experience with a woman for a man to turn into the Joker. I'm like, you. that girl in grade two who rejected his Valentine's Day card has caused so much havoc for every girl after. Um, so that's what I was expecting to hear. Uh, but from what you described, I was not the nice person, and she was and mean. She was mean, that's actually that's she had bad minded, that's what she is, <laughs> yeah, She's bad mind. <laughs> um but yeah, somebody who purposely does not sing happy birthday when everybody else is singing. Hi guys. Thank you for listening up until this point. Just a slight interlude. We just want to let you know that the sound gets a little crazy from this point on nothing too unbearable. And of course the content is still a one. So enjoy the rest of your listening experience. And of course we want to hear all about what you think about the book. And of course all the funny parts you found in the episode as well. Uh, Thank you so much for joining us on this journey. Um, And, continue to enjoy like that scene of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air yeah that is and we all know what scene it is it's a scene where Will is just like why don't, you don't love me man exactly which broke me down to the first time I watched it I said yeah, that's sad but like how can you not feel anything there come on now she said it was overacted meanwhile that's probably the best acting that Will Smith's done on that show um nah <laughs> She has to be rewritten. De- <laughs> you know what really let me know she was not a good person, and because I have a personal, a personal hatred for this series, is how much she loved Twilight. Oh that, thank my but, God, Twilight is easily some of the worst YA. I'm sorry for all of you who love Twilight, but it is some of the worst YA content we were ever offered between the years of what 2009 and 2014 as someone who grew up in that YA period like I literally read it just to fit in and I hated every moment of Bella and that every dumb decision that she made like I've never and then the fact that home Girl was feeling bad because Hannah's never read the books or see the movie so this is for me and everybody else when she felt bad about uh Jacob imprinting on her child like yeah it's weird but it's like the whole thing is weird everything we've experienced up until that point written by stephanie myers was weird like i could not i could not do it i was like yeah no i am like, she's not she's bad vibes she's bad vibes i have like the deal point out, i have never watched twilight or read the books but i was definitely you know living during that time when everybody around me was you know head down into the book and to me just looked stupid And from what I described, we're describing, yeah, he Mm -hmm. was in it. I am sorry. The movies are not aging well guys. Like nostalgia is the only reason some of you are rewatching it at the rate that you are. (laughs) It is not good. Please revisit the hunger games. That is the YA content you should be living at. That's a side note. Let's get back into honey. and spice. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Wonderful. Um, so his ex was definitely a, a mean girl Mm -hmm. but then Malachi says something really cute because Kiki is not far from the mean she's on the mean spectrum you know he's a little mean but he said I like it on you though (laughs) I'm sorry like I just want to giggle every time that man speaks I wish you guys could see our face right now heat my cheeks are hot because i'm I'm just you know, I, I love it i absolutely love the chemistry oh yeah um he he has a way of words which i do admire and i think it's, i think both of them do actually when they can when yes. they fall when they allow themselves to fall in um but when he said that i said this man i think he's smitten i think his i think he's done he likes the girl we move yeah he was he one thing about malachi that i appreciate is someone who loves corny jokes is that he loves corny jokes yeah so he's telling those awful jokes about twilight and i I'm, won't I'm lie the second one i, I laughed <laughs> <laughs> you did he was dry, girl okay it was funny to me okay great it, you know comedy subjective it is um me and malachi thought it was hilarious you and malachi okay you know what so i want you guys to know that this day was actually supposed to be them scouting Right. For, people, for couples to, for the interview on their new show, um, of course, like, you know, they were flirting with each other at the table here and there, but they managed to find, I think, a couple um at the end of the chapter. Yes, after declaring that they don't really like each other, which is the one thing I will say I hate about fake dating is the constant reminder. Like, we're getting into... Pop looking at me like... The constant reminder, like, just when we're getting into, like, a little group, Oh yeah, we don't like each other. Are you trying to convince me or yourself? Like, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. You know, actually, it just gives me so much anxiety because I see it. I'm just like, you like each other, obviously. Like, yeah. what is this pretense? Like, leave it. Stop it. We're wasting time. Anyway, so, um, they do find a couple who. who it's very interesting because that actually pulls into the next chapter where I think they're interviewing the couple that they found at um Sweetest Tank. Yeah, so they look at two couples. <laughs> the first they they both decide to the couple having a first date their names are cincy and xavier but there's also a couple in there who has decided to make the restaurant their bedroom i thought this was a classy establishment but apparently not i really don't understand how people go out in public sit in a booth at a restaurant and start doing you know things like cinemas restaurants these are public spaces for other people to enjoy and be entertained. <laughs> what you want to do is supposed to be reserved for the bedroom, the bathroom, like somewhere else. Your house, see, your house. Mm-hmm. You I'm just sitting here like, how have you been doing this in a booth? Like, you know, people don't even want to know. Like, I don't understand the logistics. I was sitting here like, what is, how is this? You know what? Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> <do> <laughs> what the? <laughs> So Zayn and Xavier actually met that same night, three or four hours before. You guys, love is great, ain't it? <laughs> Everybody got somebody. <laughs> so, but they seem to be, they seem to have a rhythm, a flow, a connection. So yeah. I guess it, they, they fit the description that they're looking for yeah. They come Um, they had banter. Yeah. Um, it was very cute. Um, and yeah, I'm, you know, they were excited. I'm excited, and I think that was pretty much it for for that bit. Yeah, so they meet. We learned that Zindy and Xavier met three hours before. By the time they're leaving the the restaurant, Zizi and Xavier are making out outside the joint, and um, the other couple had been asked to leave. Then, then, <laughs> ma. Um, we also. So now we're back in the car. I think yeah, with Malachi and Kiki, and and they're talking about how it went. It went good, and um. They're calling each other Scotch and Kai and and Kiki jokes, but not really jokes because she's serious and they should meet up and talk logistics about everything. Yeah. And they make a rule and decide that they're not going to kiss anymore. And I cannot wait for that to be broken. Now, if you're part of a fake couple, I think kissing should be on the table. I do as well. Holding hands and all that. I mean, since it's fake, you might as well pretend. Especially considering you guys are already kissed, like you might as well just keep going. But, um, yeah, she, she, he drops her home. Um, one thing we didn't talk about, which I'll just mention ever so slightly, because they did joke a lot about this guy. Um, and it comes up is the fact that what's that idiot's name? Zachary. Zachary. So Zach- has decided to do. I and this is the one thing I don't miss about university. Because, well, you have to pretend, oh, university's a liberal place, blah, 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 blah. blah. University is the one place where you will literally be sitting with a future KKK member, (laughs) and and they'll be telling you, why people don't deserve rights? Yeah. Tell me why why they do. And the school will allow it. So, like, in this instance, Zach has decided to do a Black Lives Matter versus All Lives Matter with, um, the Whitewell ACS, which is their group, versus the Whitewell Knights. Whatever that means. Knights sounds like your fathers were lords at some point. Yeah. Which means they used to own peasants. And for that reason, I'm not going to like you. Like, why did you even entertain that conversation? And from what we understand is the other little black groups or their uh, fractions, they accept the BS that he does because he uses daddy's money to pay for their events yeah um, that shouldn't be an excuse but i get it but you know actually so in that when 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 they saw the poster of this whole debate happening um it took me back to dear white people because yeah not the, the exact same thing yeah i think even in the book they described that they did blackface ones yeah now no, I, I, this yeah is a not a page a chapter at the for the dear white people. yeah the series because that's exactly what happened. So that's what that's what my mind went to. And honestly, Zachary, you will crumble. <laughs> you must. Him and Rock Nathan. I exactly know. ridiculous. Yeah, because they uh, Malachi brings it up when he talks about his experience with police brutality and how he thinks like the whole that conversation is it's not helping the situation. Um, and they're both, from I understand at least, Malachi's a kid from South London which is not always the you know the nicest place but also the fact that the interaction we see from Zach before that is him sending unsolicited dick pics to Kiki because she's ignoring him and he's going back and forth and he basically calls her ugly again and I'm just like this oh my god let me tell you he's a bona fide asshole that's what he is Oh, absolutely. Um, I think she actually has his name saved on her phone. It's big mistake. <laughs> yeah, she finally blocks him. Thank God, because you don't need that energy around you. He's oh, a horrible, horrible person. Yeah. Um, and even when a, another friend who I believe is also part of the ACS brings up the the discussion that's going to happen, quote unquote discussion, Kiki he, he chooses not to talk about it brown Sugar because supposed to be neutral ground. I do think that's gonna play into yeah see next i am so. feeling conflict <laughs> oh yeah oh definitely um especially because kiki has a very influential voice in that community so her be like no you know that brash it is not about that which is not like that's not really yeah she doesn't tap into politics but you are a black person on campus and yeah a lot of these conversations are going to affect you and the people that you are targeting even in your radio show but that's coming up later on okay um so what happens next uh, okay so yeah so she they go on their little day then they decide so what happens next is purse we see kiki get a friend request on instagram from a girl named Rianne tucker oh. and it's like a blast from the past yes. uh, and she it, it flusters her bad but at the same time we just read a press release quote unquote press for this that, that school is crazy. No, I laughed when I said that. that was actually the beginning of that chapter. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, okay, what the hell? Okay. So basically it's like Sydney's blog, but somebody else is doing it. Um I don't remember her name, but she is friends with Mina, so that's why they gave her like the exclusive <laughs> This is crazy. But she she basically is like, girls, oh my God, these guys were caught, you know, having dinner in this place. And it's not like she was like trying to, Kiki's not trying to play us, like she, it just happened and now she's with this guy. Now you can hear about it on the radio show, part episodes, it's called He Said, She Said, Tune In. Boom. Um, So now it's public, their fake relationship is public, everybody knows, so now they have to play the part. Yes, and so when this when she's at I think at a coffee shop, that's yeah. when she gets this blast from the past by what's the girl's name? Brienne, <laughs> T- Tucker, and it it kind of immobilizes her a little bit. Um, and so she tries to ignore it because you know <laughs> she doesn't. I guess from us like the readers thinking to ourselves now, who is this person and how has she affected your journey to where you are now? Um, but of course you know as she's sitting there contemplating about this you know this this follow request her boyfriend because now we can yeah that. malachi her boyfriend walks in and you know they're gonna do their part of playing girlfriend boyfriend so and I, everybody's watching like these people are peak joblesses. i cannot lie to you. like but also i know who i know who i am as a person so i'm gonna talk because if i would not be also cheating <laughs> in so they're pretending to type on your laptop being like hey, like you malachi Nah, I was literally like, "Hana, don't turn right now." Malachi no, just came in. <laughs> um, but y'all gonna tweet it out later. I would not tweet though. That was crazy. Yeah, to me, just saw these people, common uh, university like, students. Like y'all don't have assignments, it's project. Anyway, I know Blackboard is very busy. They <laughs> have a lot of missing assignments. You need to catch up on. girl. Um, so I guess now you know they're here together. And Malachi is playing the role of a boyfriend. He really is a little too well. See, well he got. It. He's <laughs> talking about fake relationship. I don't know if it's real or fake. What are we doing here, sir? It's not fake. That's the thing. Bryce, then let's not call that. You know what? Let's drop it. So they are on the queue, ready to get their little orders, and Malachi comes close to Collier uh, and says, "I like your turtleneck or something like that." He, he comments it. on what she's wearing. He says. I like your turtleneck. Nina, Nia Long wears a similar one, in Love Jones. I love Nia Long and Long jo- Love Jones. Actually, I love Nia Long in everything. Yeah, and then he's like, "That's what boyfriends do, right? Like they compliment you." He knows what he's doing. <laughs> Two things I must point out. First of all, I love a good turtleneck. Timeless. Honestly, everybody should have a black turtleneck in their closet. I just think it's just so classy. You just so you look so good. You just look. You look like you're an important person. Next thing is that Malachi says, "Is that what boyfriends do?" Malachi, you are the person who provides girls boyfriend experience. You know what? Oh yeah, you know what to do. And so what I hated because he's pretending, but he's not. Oh yeah. And I think it's I I think it's making Kiki feel a little bit sweaty. But she's also pretending that she's not feeling things. So I don't even feel bad for my girl. Um, They're so frustrating. They're still going back and forth. They're at the line. She's like, can I order something to hit him with? And homegirl at the till who, from my understand, she's one of the London baddies. Yeah, she like. She's a gossiper, y'all. Yeah, she's a gossip. She's a ball collector. <laughs> yeah. It, that, it, for those of you who watch Housewives of Atlanta, she is charade. She she collects the gossip, and she drops it off somewhere else. Exactly. Um, but she, yeah, she makes it like, oh, yeah, you guys look cute. Like, mm-hmm. you you know, totally rooting for you guys. Mm-hmm. Give them their coffee. Just like me. You know, me and Malachi, that's how I know where are the because he ordered Americano, and I love me an Americano. Um, but I don't I'm not a purist like him. I gotta put one, two sweeteners in it or two sugars. Right. Um because you know, I'm just not dedicated to a black coffee like life like that. But I love me Americano for Starbucks and Yeah, Mom, we're dear Monica now. Okay, we move. Um, so you know, essentially this meetup <laughs> <laughs> this meetup is supposed to be for them to break down the logistics of their fake relationship. Yes. So, um, you know, my type A girl, Kiki, got out her pen, paper, iPad, um, and Excel sheet. And, you know, she starts typing down things here and there. And Malachi is staring at her as she's, you know, like, brainstorming, like, how does this yeah. thing work. Now, I have to read this out because it's so cute to me. Like, oh, God. I'm <laughs> <That's> so giggled. <laughs> so, he, that she's there typing up a little stuff, and Malachi is just like, looking at her and she's like, what, what's wrong? And he says nothing, he's just a brainiac, which I knew before, but it's cool seeing it up close. And I think like he is having these, you know, when you like somebody, mm-hmm. when they're doing very regular stuff, it feels so, I don't know, overwhelming on your part. Yeah, In my opinion, I think Malachi is just taken away. Like, I think, you know what? He respects her a lot and yes. he just admires maybe her work ethic, her her mind, her her tongue, in in both ways if y'all want to if y'all want to go there um and i unfortunately one of those girls who like if a man really does respect me and he you know he he tries his best to get he just he, he just you could tell he admires you that kind of that kind of yeah toe tingle i think that's so important like in general just like he, he clearly likes her for who she is. He doesn't want to change her. Yeah. He finds everything that she is and that she's interested in interesting. Mm-hmm. So, she's looking at her work out this Google camp Calendar, and he's just like, yeah, she's typing for real, but, like, she, she's interesting. Yeah. Like, she's in her zone, and I respect that. And I like seeing her in her zone, which leads her him into seeing that she wanted to go to the rom-con. Oh. Um, uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess he accidentally found like an um the layout of her month and saw so, uh, what is this little spot here? she who yes. like hearts on it was not yes. hearts, but she she made it obvious. It's a rom com convention. Yes. I had said, if that exists, why is it that I have never gone to the month? does something that only happens in fictional books. Probably. Well, hear we me out, everybody. What if I organized a com? Yeah, convention? okay. Good luck with that. <laughs> Um, I think it was very cute. I feel like he starts to see that, huh, this girl is very into, um, uh, you know, she's into, he finds out she's into not only cosplay. Yeah. But, like, conventions and everything. And she describes a book, which I haven't read this book yet. This book, I know. Exactly. Is it Children of uh, Yeah it's by Tomi Ariemi? I was okay. I was like, this is what it sounds like. Yeah. Um, it's been on my list forever. But, um... I was like, okay, okay, yeah, this definitely, this is definitely what that is, and she's going in. I get it, like, cause as a girl who loves her, a hyper fixation, <laughs> when I'm on my zone and I don't, I know whoever I'm talking to does not give a single flying rat's hat about what I'm saying, but I just want to tell you about what it is. Like, I, she was just going and going, and going. It's not an interesting thing. It in. Yeah. Um, and that was great, but awesome, great book. By the way, the one that I guess follows am referencing here. Yeah, um, I do like a Afro futuristic plot as well. I, I really like those t- those type of beams. Um, And I think also so as they're laying down the logistics, um, Kiki's not a sociable person at all. And so I think there's a party that Ty, the he's a friend of Ty something, Ty somebody, yeah. Uh basically the friend of ours who is inviting him to go up to a well. I guess his this family estate so they can enjoy a weekend yes. partying and whatever his dad's like a ex footballer so yeah. i have to assume premier league so he has like bare money but... exactly and so they're i think when that rom-com convention is happening that same event is happening and because they're doing this fake relationship they want to make sure they get as many public outings together so people can really tune in and follow um their 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 project um and i think that's pretty much it so i guess they're gonna go for this party at some point i think kiki's afraid of just being so social all the time and i think it's gonna it's gonna be a really test a big test for her because malachi feels like i feel like he can fit into any yeah scenario like he's as much as yeah he's a social butterfly to say i think also yeah for the same reason i think because of what we've learned about her is like with her mom being sick she's forced to grow up fast yeah and she was forced to block out a lot of, like, feeling things and connecting to people. And when you've been in that space for a long time, and she tells Malachi in the car right ride home, you find it really hard to, like, rewire yourself again to be able to open up to people. Yeah. And I think that, outside of her being like, oh, social groups are kind of, like, it makes me uncomfortable. I feel like her bigger issue is, like, she struggles to open up to people. And and being around a lot of people means you have to open up it means you have to consider that and, and she's just not used to doing that and she she does not really want to try which leads into this flashback of her in high school yeah. with um her old friend group and this friend that we see an instagram dm for rianne tucker um two other girls and rianne's boyfriend Nile. Yeah, so this flashback is interesting because I guess it starts off with them sitting in the library, um, and they're just having a little chit chat here and there. Um, and from what it seems, they they're very much so high school friends. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. The emotional maturity is all time low. <laughs> it's it's below, below. <laughs> um, and I think her friends are almost criticizing her for not being as social as she is before. My understanding is like Kiki was a very rebellious girl prior to her mom's illness. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I guess like, you know, when I think when you are, when you, when you go to high school, you're trying to figure out who you are. You start hanging out with different groups of people. You are trying to see where I fit in, where I fit in. Um, but I guess that with her mom's illness, it made her sort of, be more recluse and back to herself because she had taken care of her sister, watching her father um, manage this restaurant and then going back and forth to the hospital. And of course, like the friends that you're with in high school are gonna notice that, why are you a social butterfly? Why can't you- ask no more? Um, and so I think in that moment, I'm thinking to myself, because of that blast from the past, um, friend request that she got, I'm making that connection that maybe something happened in high school where you know they had to just part ways. Because yeah, it was just not working anymore. Um, and something about Rihanna's boyfriend, like Miles, gives me an impression that something happened between her, him, and Kiki. I don't I know. Think, oh, my my prediction is that he tried to come on to her, yeah, and she didn't want to, and that can't have come have a rift between yeah. her, and then he turned it back and told Rihanna. That's my prediction. Yeah. Um, But yeah, it was very high school, like, her mom is literally sick, like, she's had a horrible weekend from what it describes, her little sister is shocked at the sight of her mom, you know, because chemo does physically change people, Um, and, you know, from what I understand, her sister is like nine years old at the time, Yeah, and so she's got to be the older person, she's trying to manage her own emotions so her dad doesn't have to worry about her, so her mom doesn't have to stress about her, And, and it's just a lot, but the good news is that we hear is that her mom survived all that, which is really great. Yep. Um, but again, like it takes a long time to rewire your brain after something like that and just go back to to being what you were before it. And again, it, it forces you to grow up so so fast. And she, they both talk about like a safe space they have. So for Malachi, it's um it it was sweetest thing, the restaurant. Yeah. And for her, it's it's been the library. I like she said by the African history section just because um, it, yeah, it's quiet there and it's something that she used to do at her own local library with her sister. Yeah. And they eat Tottenham cakes. Um, I didn't know what a Tottenham cake was. I had to Google it. it was I literally learned about it like two weeks ago from something else. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what it was. I don't even remember what it really is. But it's, it looks dry. <laughs> So the way you know, I think maybe you know when Adele was doing her tour, uh, her um tour for her press tour. For, yeah, I think there was a this particular episode where she was like eating you know, all kinds of British food, and I heard that Tottenham cake, and it's for me it looks like a pound cake with icing on top. <laughs> it looks like a regular. Obviously, right now British food. No offense, y'all. <laughs> no full offense. You cannot go around. 200 and something countries of colonization and the best you could come up with is fish and chips okay that's the best you outside that you guys are eating was it bloody pork sausages okay i must gonna say something Because it's toast love it fire um that's the only thing i like though um but everything else y'all got it's a no it's a beans and mash or was it i don't even know sometimes i see like food that they eat at like their football games i'm like this is prison food actually i've (laughs) seen prisoners eat better you know british food does not look good it it it's really a shame considering the crimes that they've committed to collect spices and not to use i think they like their own food that's what the national dish is curry (laughs) they robbed india (laughs) like your national dish not curry (laughs) <laughs> it's not curry. It's probably like a a meat pie peasants were eating. I know. Um. It's, um. But yeah. Yeah. Um. I guess like it's tough. but I cannot. I think um. It made me look at Kiki and be like, yeah, this explains as to why her personality could be the way it is. Yes. Like raising, no raising, but like take being a a caregiver with yes. As yes. so while your father is you know trying to maintain the house on your mom is you know trying to recover from, um, the treatments that she's on it's tough and i i like that i know it's a trauma bond but i like that she's able i'm i'm, I'm glad that she was able to talk to malachi about it as well yeah. and i think she said i don't know where she said this but it's probably outside amina she has not told people much about what's on yeah. in her life so malachi will be the second person this and if he honestly if he in any way I know they're gonna have a conflict. Yeah, for sure. Please just don't tell her secrets. I'm begging you. I don't think he would do that. God forbid, because that will be oh my, that will be below the belt Like I, the trust is just out the window. Just kiss another girl or something. Do that instead. Don't don't tell anything that she's told you. Because even when he she told him in the car, he said, "I thank you for trusting me with that," and I was like emotional intelligence in a band oh fuck i've never <laughs> seen it before never seen it at all i and i think that is why we're head over heels for kai <laughs> yep. because he has a very good understanding he knows he knows how to insert himself in situations he yet how to remove himself kyle sleep i guess i'm in love anyway next chapter um so this is going to be the last chapter we're going to be talking about in this episode and this is 14 and It's exciting because this is the first episode of what's the name of their. He said, she said for brown sugar. He said, she said for brown sugar. And it, it, and you know what, y'all? It's a lot of laughs in there. A lot of laughs. Okay. I was giggling when he said, like, he's not faking to be her boyfriend. Like,. he they have, have a flow they have a rhythm it works because why is amina getting or not amina why is kiki getting fake mad at him for answering questions in class and oh, that whole interaction when he was like here i was and you know, i was like i got it boo <laughs> and then he said and then my girlfriend i was like your girlfriend uh-huh. and then even when he's he said he asked her like did i do something wrong and she's like, do you think you did something wrong? And he's like, I don't know. That's why I'm asking you, Scotch. And I was just like, <laughs> golly. I'm a simpleton. <laughs> and we <they> are. <laughs> no, I I had the exact same reaction you had. Um, I think it's cute. I think it's cute. I like, as, you know, he's telling the story. I don't know why they're doing domestics on the radio, y'all. Like, it gets so crazy. And they're drinking, they're drinking a little henny, <laughs> you know. popcorn right on the side. Like, yeah. there's a lot going on. I don't think it's safe. I don't think it's safe at all. <laughs> Um, but then I think, like, you know, during their little, um uh, fight, um, they come to a conclusion of saying that she, she was very angry that he, you know, stood up for her, um, in the classroom when she could have done it for herself. Yeah. Um, and did not want to, t- like, show him that she was hurt, and that's why she was being very passive-aggressive. And then he said, well, I was it because I wanted to impress you. Yeah. Because again, everything Kai does is to impress Kiki. Even at the end, when he does eventually apologizes publicly to the girls, yeah. like, yeah, he feels a little bad, but he knows she's gonna be impressed if he does that shit. Yeah. Like, you cannot fool me on that one. Yeah, but he and then even when he's talking about her response, he's like, I guess I did also because you look real sexy, angry, and I was just like stop. We're this is a public forum. You know that neon song where you're bad. Baby, don't. Yeah. <laughs> hey, no, Leo's the king of R&B. And Mount Kai got an R&B smile. All right. The Lord have mercy. Hey. It's, I, I honestly I do, I enjoyed every single chapter for this particular. Yeah. Chapter, chapter 11 was my absolute favorite so far. Like, yeah. it just made me feel real giddy inside. Um, yeah, then even when they signed off, he was like, I she said, I'm Kay. He's like, I'm Kai. Oh, so you Kai now. Like, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah K and Kai. The chemistry strong. Beyond. Strong. Beyond. Beyond. Um, so what were your favorite moments? You know you talking about the chapter, but what's the what's the moment that you liked the most Um, the couple of chapters we read? Oh, to pick one right now would be very hard. Um I guess the initial car ride over. Yeah. You know, I love a good, um, <laughs> like when you like someone and they driving. I don't know what it is about a man driving and you, you like him. There's just something about it that you're like, wow. Okay. Like it's the simplest Let me tell what it is. It's control. <laughs> like it's confidence and control. Yeah. Like he's the one who said, yeah, let's go out. I'm gonna scoop you up in 25, be ready. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then he took you to a place you've never been. The food slaps, right? And then you go in the car and then you have this very vulnerable moment, very, very intimate. Like that is, I'm done. I am finished. I'm like, I am in love with one right now. Let's go. I agree, but I I want to say, I like the first car ride first, the one there. Not because I didn't like the other ones, I just like <laughs> how much lighthearted the other okay. person. Fair, oh, that's fair. Um, um, but yeah, that specific one. Um, yeah, I just and I just love their their the way they which they speak to each other. It's so like it's just jokey, jokey, and I'm not a serious person, so I just like it. Yeah, yeah. Um, my favorite moment was Jill Scott's "Let's Take a Long Walk." Oh. Um, I I think it's because it's the beginning. Like they're starting to really have proper conversation. I liked that they show admiration for each other's work. And, like, yeah. for me, that just stamps it their whole relationship. Like, you guys have so much in common. You're so compatible. I know y'all are gonna do this fake dating thing or whatever, mm-hmm. but I enjoy that they're able to gush over each other's talent. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, to me, they really look like a power couple. I agree. And I think uh, what song that I th- thought about while reading this is it is is gonna out only because he quoted it but upgrade you by beyonce yeah. oh my god we didn't even talk about that yeah he said, it's big ball and baby one i'm calling you yeah you know what when he said that no malachi is a guy i'll go for it. It's it's so sick it's so sick the ball bubble bubble managed to write a man for me you know but that's why he's good because he ran in my woman it's, you're right <laughs> you're so right Y'all, it's something just clicked in my head. I actually really like that. First of all, I'm a Beyonce fan, not Stan. <laughs> um, man. Anyway, and I love Upgrade You. I listen to it every single day. It's on my Feeling Accomplished playlist. Wow. Um, and when Jay Z talks about um buying her a rock that you can't even figure your hand into, yeah. <laughs> I was when when did that album come out? I was two thousand yeah i was a young girl and i thought that i knew the world and that song made me think about the it's it's everything i love i love beyonce i love that album it's definitely my favorite album um so yeah Malachi, you have my heart for now don't mess it up because That'll make me so sad. He's I going of wants to do call- something that's going to upset you too, too, big. Like I hope it's not under the belt. I just know what's going to happen is I'm. Gonna, it's going to take about three seconds. I'm going to forgive him, and then I'm going to have to go through several pages of cheeky making me and Malachi beg for her different- and Malachi. Yeah, because at that point I forgave him, and I I just want you to do the same, like. You know, it'll be, oh, I, you know what? I hope it's not some mm-hmm. kind of miscommunication, which is going to be, oh, no, I, she said that. this, and he said that, and I went to talk to Amina, and she said that, and I overheard I he this. It's this, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I can see a play going on. It's so annoying because all this stuff can be sorted if we all sit down at Cheesecake Factory, <laughs> yeah, and say, what did you say, and put timestamps, right? And then, yes, yeah. yeah, all done with, and we go home and make out. Come on. It's fit. Okay. Oh, <laughs> Problem solved, man. But tr- truly, but then it wouldn't be a book. It would just be, yes, a it- lie. Um, okay. But yeah, I de- love that part. Because she accuses him of trying to go to McDonald's. Uh, She's like, where are you going, McDonald's? He's like, don't do it like that. I. It was so fun to go to McDonald's for a day. It is not, come on now. <laughs> I do that I do that for myself. Take me somewhere I don't go. Honestly. Um. But yeah. Okay, well, my cheeks are hot just... You know, just retelling what I read. Um, So I guess that's it. And next week, we are going to be working on chapters 15 to 21 as the fake relationship continues to grow and blossom. Um, And I'm excited. I'm super excited. Yeah, I imagine we're going to get into the conflict. We might find out more about that. Uh, All Lives Matter. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The Blast from the Past and the All Lives Matter debate, I hope, 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 Malachi doesn't know Rihanna. I fear that as well because they went to different schools in the beginning. So that's also my prediction. Um, And hope you get more Kofi and Mina. I um, not We can get yeah tap the of them this time around. No, we need, we need them more because I want to see that work out as well. Because like I said in the first episode, I'm looking for double dates. Oh, there's one more thing I'm looking forward to. Yes. So when they were planning the goo like they're where the, they're gonna be at and they're talking about Ty's party and it's yeah it's an overnight party and Kai has a He has a room, room. I- <laughs> and we're about to get and there was only one bed. <laughs> you know what's giving the proposals, Sandra? Yes. Yeah. here let's see <laughs> Like sometimes <laughs> oh, I'll sleep on the floor. No you won't. No, you're not. And I'll be there. We are going to be Cuddling (laughs) may ops, we don't know. Oh, what if that's where the conflict happens? You let me not wish that on myself, but yeah, I'm looking forward to that. So, hopefully, we will be able to get into that next week, and uh, we'll be back here giggling about everything that he's saying and everything that she's pretending not to feel. (laughs) (laughs) Thank y'all, bye.